0: weird Pete's schedule was bizarre <laughs> the whole week
1: well it was a it was a busy week because we of course are covering the Super Bowl for Arrowhead Pride so that was my my day job and then I got word of, about this project you know 2 3 weeks ago and it was this this book we were going to write about the season and it was only going to come out if the Chiefs won <laughs> so a little bit of a risk in, <laughs> in write up. a whole ass book
0: that would have been really depressing for a lot of reasons yeah good news so, it was
1: the chief so you were safe down in phoenix it was basically you know 24 hours of non-stop producing chief stuff from sunday to thursday as you guys saw it didn't include a ton of sleep but we got it done and it, it's a it's a sweet feeling so yeah thank you for 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 pushing it go to twitter.com and go to my twitter pg sweet i have a pinned tweet at the top if you're looking for a link It'll also be on Amazon, at Rally House, at Barnes and Noble. So this thing you'll you'll see. It's a, a dynasty begins. It's oh. cool to read, and then also I, I think it's a really cool look if you're just looking to put it into your your Chiefs fan cave. Are we gonna I have to you a know table that I...
0: for Pete Sweeney. Are you gonna be signing signing copies of the book? How much does it yeah? It can take I get a personal get... inscription?
1: Our, a good friend of m- me and me and you, uh, Cody, Mitch, Mitch Kelly has has asked if we wanted to maybe <laughs> do something. Down there you there. go.
0: There you for go. The, for the book?
1: Yeah.
2: Let's do a book signing. <laughs> there you
1: go. Here you go. I don't, I, I'm not going to sign it. I didn't
2: have anything I'll, to do with the only
1: book. If, only if you emcee for me. Okay. I'll come on, MC. come on. Buy Pete's book.
2: Uh, come on. I'll do it. we will just stand there. By the way, unannounced. We're just going to show up at Kelly's one time without even telling people we're there, drink beers, and then lay some books out, and I'll just try to convince people at the end of the bar <laughs> to buy it. Come on. This guy right here wrote it. Oh, <laughs> He'll write man. anything you want in this. thing. does Pete's book. Stay to the
0: end. I just Whatever want Pete standing. Takes, Pete. I just want Cody actually forced it. Maybe that's the show bad, uh, since Nick didn't do the Nutcracker costume. He's got to stand on the corner holding copies of Pete's book, and if he doesn't say he has to yeah. he has to stand there until he sells like 20 copies of the book. Think like, about how like many those
1: young kids with the, with the skittles and the chocolate that's bars. That's Think right. of
0: how many
2: drinks we could get at Kelly's for $48. I mean, we would just be just <laughs> <laughs> be yeah, how, how, how many vodka red bulls could
1: I get for yeah, for that, that same price? That would be a ride home for sure. Man, oh yeah. man.
0: <laughs> that's an UBER situation. Yeah, we before we get into the chiefs though and talk about uh what what obviously you, you discuss in your in the book that you wrote about this uh, a dynasty beginning, but Saturday in Phoenix, we went to the Waste Management Open, Pete. That's right. And uh, you guys all came over to the place we had. We were at, and, and we all drove together. We all we all rode together. And
1: I, oh, man. I'm the, I'm, 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 dry,
0: I'm driving. <laughs> I'm in the driver's seat. We hadn't even. We hadn't even. I have not put the car in reverse yet. Mm-hmm. Pete opens his door, he sits down, and you, I think you look down, and we all look back. You split your pants, man.
1: You should have seen, you should have seen these shorts. They ripped right half, And we had, we had already traveled 30 minutes across Phoenix. Phoenix, they got different parts of it spread out. There is nothing close together. It is not like Kansas City at all. So going back was a non-option to the hotel to get a backup pair of shorts. So nice enough to, to turn to Cody. Fortunately, he's lost a lot of weight in these last couple of years, and we wear a similar size, a little big, but wear, wear a similar size. I, I, I threw on the these base shorts, and we get to – to hole 14 (laughs) gotta sit down maybe enjoy a hot dog and the beer i have shorts number two rips two shorts
0: well that one we all look back i don't know if you knew that one the the (laughs) one in the car you knew right away this one you're just sitting there it was a small rip and we look back we look look back and i think we're all like dude you ripped your pants you got a hole in your (laughs) pants again two
1: pairs of ripped shorts it had to be less than three hours yeah, so. oh, man, that was a tough turn. What you a- do? Did You just them away. <laughs> i threw yeah, away. your the dynasty ripping shorts that began. Yeah, it's got stuff.
0: Oh man, that <laughs> yeah. could be a w- whole different book. Mm-hmm. Now that one at least the rip was in a much better spot for you. You were able to still walk it. It wasn't nobody knew yeah. other than
1: us. I wore those shorts, the second pair of shorts, the rest of the day before. Sorry, Cody, I threw them out. I guess I owe you like ten bucks or whatever they were. But I don't the, remember. The f- the fir- I think
0: those were actually seventy-five dollars shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I paid three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. from the they designer. Were Forty-eight dollars, <laughs> Gucci <laughs> shorts. Exactly. Yes. Uh, no, uh, I was able to wear those. I wore those the rest of the day. It was very underneath. The first one was a. It's like <laughs> that it was, was a complete. take like you ripped a pair of. Uh, uh, you you ripped a piece of computer paper right in half. That's what those shorts oh, look man. like.
0: Yeah. The Waste Management Open was awesome, though. I yeah. mean, we 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 all heard stories about it and seen images, but. That you're not there to watch golf. We were obviously watching some golf, but that's not. You're
1: there for the people watching. Was incredible. It, it is, and it was. It was. It was fun. It, it makes me want to go to more golf events. Not to say that it would be exactly the same. I know that's the the craziest of them all. One of the things that isn't really talked about, and I, I mentioned this to you guys, we didn't end up doing it, but in the middle of the golf course, you can get a bracelet. And they have a essentially a, a brewery crawl within yeah. the tournament. <laughs> yeah. So you That's wonder amazing. why it's so crazy on TV. It's because everyone is... Is happy, you know what I mean, Cody? Legal recreational state? There were people just taking oh, naps, man. dude.
2: There were people just
0: laying on the ground. Yes, I, I, well, either I don't know, passed they were, out or taking uh, naps, but they were asleep.
1: I, was gonna say, I don't know if they were naps as much
0: as people just have been drinking. People were lined up at four a.m. to get the spot, you know, on the sixteenth green mm-hmm. or whatever—the big, big party area of the entire tournament. Pete, you had mentioned so the back to the book just for a minute.
2: It's called "A Dynasty Begins." Yeah, Alex is—it's not a dynasty guy.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to hate on the
2: book, but I don't. I don't think it's a dynasty. Why, in your argument, is it? Well I,
1: I think it it's more of a a qualifier in, in a way i I think it this sort of meets Alex in the middle to an extent I think because we're just saying this is this is the very beginning, beginning. and if it's going to be a dynasty, it has to be the beginning because you need more championships uh, for that to to be the case and you need at least two and I think when you get two and I think even I would agree like that that's when you could really start to have the conversation and I think it's more for me. The fact that no other team has been able to host five straight AFC title games. Right. You're you were able to get three conference titles. And you've now gotten the second Super Bowl where you say, Okay, this team has won multiple championships. Once you win multiple championships, it's put you in a whole other category. You know, there there's a lot of people that have won the one Super Bowl title, only so many head coaches, so many quarterbacks to to win the two. And I, I think where I'm saying a dynasty begins because I'm on the, the the side of because of the conference stuff, they're there, but you might not be. And, and it is just the beginning. And what tells me that is just how young this team is. Yes, there are these conversations that we're going to be having about Juju and Orlando Brown and who knows what happens with Juan Thornhill, et cetera, et cetera. But you have a really young core still in place. Nick Bolton's still on the rookie contract. The two offensive linemen in the interior still on the rookie contract. You're running back. Mm-hmm seventh rounder you still got three years of that Tony is locked up for a while should he be able to stay healthy he's going to be great you know Justin Reed's still going to be here I think there's enough returning where you feel like with everything that Brett Beach is going to do whether it be the draft and free agency and, and retaining some guys and you know letting other guys go I think you feel pretty good with Patrick Mahomes at this thing. Is gonna keep on rolling. Yeah,
0: they're in a great spot, and I think if we're sitting here next January and we're talking about their playoff run, then for me, that'll be like, all right, this, now, now another Super Bowl appearance, period, in back-to-back yeah. years. To me, is is absolutely putting them inside of the dynasty. So yeah, the, the what you're saying, kind of the beginning of it. There's there's no question. Like now, now they are right to me on the cusp of being that. You've you've won two and four years. Would well, they have to you win it in the next third. two years for you? Yeah, yeah. If it was three
2: years from now, it would just be yeah. like, wow, that's three Super Bowls kind of mm-hmm. tied together, but not a dynasty. Yeah, to me just, the AFC title game stuff is what makes it like a one continuous
0: stretch. Situation. Yeah, but then we're and I look and I know it's different because the Chiefs actually cashed in with two rings. But like yeah, totally. the, the Bills went to f- obviously lost all four Super Bowls. If they would have won one of them, would you have said the Bills were a dynasty? No, but one is. If they would have won two of the four, they were a dynasty. Maybe. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, they I mean, went to yeah.
2: four straight Super Bowls. They'd won two. Yeah, I'd probably call the Bills. They did it in
0: four straight years. What, that's what I'm saying. Like they did it. In, they didn't have gaps in between. That's all. I just think it's every dynasty doesn't look do exactly the way. Like yeah. if they
2: go to eight straight, if they host eight straight AFC title games in that run and it takes them three more years to get another one. They have three titles in eight years, and in those eight years, they hosted all eight AFC title games? That's a dynasty. It looks a little different, but they don't all look the same.
1: It's a flexible definition for sure, too, because, I mean, you look at New England. Some people consider that an 18-year dynasty because they won six over 18. Kind of like two different ones. Mm -hmm. Whereas others feel, okay, it was two different ones, you know, that type of thing, because there was such a a big gap between those first three and the the second three. I mean, I I think you're right. I, I think more championships have to come, but, again, the title of the book sort of reflects that in, like, now we can begin this conversation. Now uh, this is uh, official. And, and really, you know, you go back, and it, it kind of started beginning in 18, really. But you need, unless you get the championships, no one's ever going to consider you that. Like, that thing about the Buffalo Bills is true. One of the most successful runs ever. Man, that's not a dynasty. I mean, you didn't win anything. you know, and, it, and, it, and that's the tough thing. We saw an undefeated team in our lifetime, right? Not really looked at one of the greatest teams because they didn't win one game. and And you have to get the championship, part of it and i i you know i think the chiefs are there and i think they have the pieces in place to continue to to be there. This
2: you- chiefs team went 14 and 3. They won the Super Bowl. They host the AFC title game again. They are a top what Super Bowl team of all time. <laughs> he was trying to are convince- we not allowed- he- I was trying he- to he give him is- some it's, HM- to it's top borderline five. top 5. And i said it's not top 5. But 14 like and not, 3. Look, I the 80 five. the 85 Bears. 49ers or sorry the 80 yeah the 84 49ers right they were like 15 and one and won the Super Bowl fine he says the 85 Dolphins. Bears. they had Jim McMahon throwing for like 1800
1: yards I got it like Take, best I'm out on the Bears yeah I, I got to think top 10 ish I think this has a ceiling of being one of the greatest teams of all time and in, in future it's crazy sure. we're talking about like future championship years as the defense matures a little bit and and these kids all get a little older and better that's what that's the wild thing like Trent McDuffie's only going to get better same thing for the Joshua Williams and and Jalen Watson and and so maybe that 2024 team could be you know one of those complete teams that just wrecks people
2: yeah I'm not trying to go like you know people be like oh you're being hyperbolic I'm not even saying this from like I'm definitively sure this thing's gonna happen but just based on the fact that they were like the 15th best defense this year and they are one of they were the number one offense in the NFL but they weren't that they weren't as good as that offense in like 18 let's say it's like, to me, it's like if their defense just matures and they become like a top seven defense in the NFL, and then they, they, they stumble in the draft upon their future star wide receiver, they find their Terry McLaurin in the third round, and they find their AJ Brown in the second, then they would have a real chance of going undefeated. They went 14 and three in a year where the defense was middling for you know, a big portion of the year, and they were still trying to find out who they were offensively. Their
1: best wide receiver was a
2: 900 yard guy.
1: These are a lot of ifs, right? But, like, I was thinking about that the other day. If one of those things goes differently in Indy, yeah, it would have been a very ugly win, but it would have been a win. The Bills came down to one possession where you ended up throwing a pick, and then the Bengals, if Travis Kelsey doesn't fumble. They lost, they lost by a total of nine points, Pete. I know. In it, three games. That's why or, I was yeah, arguing you yeah. You'd only know this 10, if yeah. you were, you know, a Chiefs fan and probably in Kansas City locked in or someone nationally that's really studying this, but they were very close to being a Undefeated. It made it very close, a lot closer than I think people realize. Talking
0: to Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider from Arrowhead Pride. He joins us in studio for the entire 11 o'clock hour. Uh, you were obviously at the parade in, in 2020 as well, Pete. How did you think it compared the parade but now two days ago, I guess it's been, uh, to what we saw in 2020 crowd-wise? We don't know the official number, but it looked like yeah. there was way more people.
1: Well, it was it was warmer, which was nice, and I think that got more people out. You know, I don't think you are to get some of the older fans to come out in bitter cold, and so it was nice that that was a something random and a, and a blessing. I think it it it's like a matured partying, and you know nothing is going to beat the first one. Like where sure. Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey, I think to an extent didn't know what to do with their hands. <laughs> now <laughs> everyone knows how it goes because it just happened a few years ago where they're able to reflect, and it seemed like Travis Kelsey had more of a plan of what he was going to say. I don't know if, if that <laughs> led to a better speech <laughs> necessarily, but like they understood, okay, um, we're, you know we're going to get to talk at this time. We should enjoy this part. We're able to get off the buses, and, you know, it was like a mature version of, of what uh nineteen um was where it just was like these kids just figured out how to do it and they won the Super Bowl <laughs> and now you're watching them like you're watching a frat party live. It was a little bit I think a little bit like more subdued. Why do they keep
2: around. trying to keep the mic from Chris Jones?
1: Why are they constantly trying to keep 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 Chris Jones off the they, mic? Yeah. I have a I have a hot take about the, Ooh, the parade. Let's hear it. <laughs> I don't know. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that. I think it shows that the players talk
2: way more and baseball's better at it.
1: Yep. I, I would say I look love me some mayor Q. Uh, Governor Parsons is Governor Parsons. Do they need to be talking at the Chiefs Championship Parade? No, we know you guys helped organize this thing. I think everybody realizes that. <laughs> Do we need as many of the executives? No. Listen, this is just a message. I think a lot more people, you could take two or three of those those names off and let Frank Clark have McKinnon. two minutes. I don't care anybody. Jarek McKinnon and you I was that told by, that uh, I was voice. told by
0: somebody that Jarek McKinnon may or may not have been available to speak at that okay. uh, on, on stage at that moment.
1: <laughs> Give <laughs> him a shot. That's fine. He was in that Watson Thornhill camp is what you're telling me? Uh, that's what Dude, I was Watson told. Watson going yes. out in
2: the wheelchair? Classic. Yes. Classic. But
1: anyway, long story short, it doesn't have to be too out of a take, but let as let a lot more players speak. I I think people would have been happy to see three or four more players talk just because like they're the guys on the, on the field. And of course, Andy and and Brett need to talk. And I understand Clark talking, but you could, you could trim some fat and and let the players speak. I think that's what everybody wants to hear.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you're there for. You're here for the, the, the fun moments. You knew Kelsey was going to bring it, but I think most people would agree with you, Pete, that get a little Frank Clark, a little Chris Jones or anybody else. And yeah, I get it. You got it. You can't have it go on for two hours, but. That crowd would have sat there for two hours, you know what I mean? Like, that, that, that crowd was, that's why they, everybody was there at four o'clock in the morning, as much as you want to see the, the Leo Chanel stuff where he went Spider Man up the, the double decker bus, which was incredible, by the way.
1: And I mean, like, you're worried about what they're going to say, if, if that's the reason. I but know. You handed Travis Kelsey the mic. Who, <laughs> again, quoting Master P, moaned on it. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then curse twice <laughs> at the end. So what, what are we worried about? You're going to worry about certain players and not others? I think, you know, whoever wants to speak, especially if their team leader should be able to.
0: There was know. some criticism from some of the that the, they weren't happy with the DJ's performance uh,
1: leading up wh- to it. What was he What was he playing?
0: They were just saying that it was too much repeat. Too much repeat. There Could was have it. played some
2: original tracks from a local artist. Oh, jeez. Hypothetically, uh, you know? Uh, Mix uh, it up yeah, a little bit? Yeah, Super vibes that. or something. <laughs> That's what you wanted. You
1: you want a hey, little Super Bowl vibe? I'll, I'm just saying,
2: like, if you need... Some more variety there are songs available, that's all.
1: That shot of, of Tech Nine where they have that the drone, drone shot it's just is just awesome. so, so good. Wild. Yeah.
0: That that's when you realize to me there was much bigger crowd. Like that was the shot that also confirmed that the crowd was far bigger now than what it was back in 2020 and i think pete you're right like the weather even though it's still chilly and stuff 40s versus 10 degrees is a much big much different story it is
2: weird because like i know that's like oh uh you know maybe more people show up for the royals one still and it's like okay so first when the royals got one it'd been 30 years in this town since anybody had experienced mm-hmm. it of course and it was 70 degrees everyone was going <laughs> to show up yeah, then the awesome. first the the first chiefs one it was bitter cold but it was the first chiefs one in 50 years so it's like okay gotta be there there was still a big crowd <laughs> Now, I, you know, like, it sounds so, like, ridiculous, and people be like, you are being just like a you, – you guys are being Homer fans. I'm like, "This, there's almost 0% chance this is the last one under Patrick Mahomes. No, no,
1: it, 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 you expect him to at least win another championship, yeah. If <laughs> – I would even say that it, if you had this yes or no bet, yes might be favored on that, ally. Well, for Mahomes to win another ring? Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, I, I probably minus – and it's weird – it might even be minus money which is nuts cuz it probably like in most cases yeah, yeah. it'd be plus but yeah no nobody's nobody's going to be satisfied with three rings now which is the criteria in the realm mahomes and this organization to put themselves in i mean we've we we only five spoiled. quarterbacks ever if you yeah. won three i mean we're we're spoiled now but this is you have one of the greatest athletes of all time in your city like it's, it's not just that like you know what we got a pretty good quarterback and yeah. you know they, they we all this is going to be an incredible next 10 years like, and everybody feels confident i don't know if he's gonna get to his
2: he would be three years away from his 30s yeah the way i look at it still is brady got three in his 20s so patrick Mahomes has got two more years he's got you know age 28 season age 29 season if he gets one in the next two years he'll have the exact same number of rings in his 30s as tom brady had the key for catching him is how late into your 40s you want to play he got two in his 40s yeah, that that's a big number. He Mom- got three
1: in his 20s, two in his 30s, and then the two more in his 40s. I mean, Mahomes has said, and we've asked this from him from time to time, you know, softer parts of the season, but he has said he wants to do the Brady thing where as long as his body body stays up, he wants to play till 45. So he's got some time here.
2: Imagine we still got almost 20, 18 years left for real. It's going to go great. The one thing I'd say is do not let him go somewhere else don't make that mistake
0: don't even put that out there cody don't even don't even him, don't, he, in don't even put We're that, are we it's championship there. week don't yeah, even that put nice that is. out there into the, the world idiots. that's why chiefs would
1: never who said salvatore perez should go to the yankees the one time was that uh I was rex right. rex, uh, rex uh,
0: then he's he, i thought we said hosmer would look great in pinstripes
1: or something yeah. that's <laughs> what it was It was, salve. was it salve, it was salve? he, he salve, yeah. said
0: Salvi would look great in pinstripe. that was that was our guy hud
1: but everybody forgave him
0: on that because luckily a few years later they won the world series and all is forgiven but yes that wasn't uh that wasn't great at the time I do remember that there was a lot of that was back when we uh, we were worried about things like that. When this, this city hadn't seen championships since eighty five at that point? Like in someone time. said
2: in the text is like we've had so many parades now we're critiquing them. This is true. The good news them, is, one through
0: three, you know, come it, on. The good news is anything that you didn't think went well at the parade, there's a good chance you'll get a redo in a couple years. That's very true. And yeah. you're like, ah, you know, I wish I would have done this differently. Or, now I know where to park a little bit better. Yeah, you'll get it. You can work on that next year or in two years from now.
1: You can uh, get redo that. My favorite clip that has come out as you guys would probably guess, is Patrick Mahomes just handing a Lombardi trophy to a fan <laughs> by accident.
2: So there's a back, So it's great. So I, reportedly, it's a replica that oh, a fan okay. brought. From, I see. But uh, it doesn't make it look any less hilarious <laughs> that he cares okay. so
1: little about it. Yeah, uh, here
2: you go. Because in that a, moment, did he know it was a replica? Because
1: no, he's pretty faded. <laughs> there had to be no no idea no. what he was doing at that stage.
0: Now, Fesco and the guys this morning actually had that fan on who's oh, okay. from Buffalo and did confirm that. that. We didn't either, but we, we I guess they had him on this morning and he confirmed that it was a replica trophy that he brought for Mahomes to sign. I see. And so Mahomes was handing it back to him. But, yes, the video sure looks like he's <laughs> like, here, take – Oh, whoops, I no big deal. Just have this for Lombardi. I don't,
2: I don't need this. I'll get a different one.
1: What – is there a differentiator? Like, you know how real money, you, you can hold it up to the light sure. and see if it's real? Is there a differentiator in the authentic Lombardi? Like it, I'm guessing
0: the weight's different, right? Like, don't you think the real one weighs feels more? feels like
2: you, you probably need the people at Tiffany to –
1: to, look to sort at that is there like an engraving the or something that, that's well, underneath? Yeah, it? yeah, there's probably
2: like how they can put those like chips and diamonds.
0: There's probably something this like a reader in a Lombardi. certain. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Look, the way things are trending, there might be able to actually each one of those double-decker buses by the time Mahomes' career ends I have well, I can have a real one from yeah, all the different I mean, ones he won.
1: If I was that Buffalo fan, maybe I would be coming there and try to pull the old switcheroo on Happy Mahomes.
0: <laughs> just grab it and run. Just grab it and <laughs> no, run. Like, you, he you brings confuse, it over you're you like, wow, them. that's so cool. Just a sleight yeah, just, of hand. The match game from the stadium
1: is what you're saying? You know, he's on cloud nine, and so he goes back with the fake one, and boom, bing, you have the... Uh, the real deal. In your this basement.
2: sounds like a future <laughs> heist movie script. So
1: should we be working?
2: You finish hey, a book. Do you hey, want to write a movie Oceans script? Ocean's
1: Kansas City. There's yeah.
0: there's 80 for Brady, so why not have a Mahomes heist movie featuring Lombardi's and, being stolen from and Kansas And once it's stolen,
2: City. he goes like full John Wick. He just, like, destroys worlds in order to get it back. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> well, uh... Who knew that you had creativity beyond your songs?
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> Pete Sweeney's in studio with us for the full hour. Up next, we'll get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour. We'll talk a little bit more about Eric Bieniemy, more updates coming out of D.C. and his future, and also a little look ahead to next week where the deadline opens up. The window, I should say, opens up to tag players with the franchise tag. That's next year on Cody and Gold. Chiefs Red Half Hour, every day at 1130 on Cody and Gold. It is the Chiefs Red Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. We got Pete Sweeney in studio with us for the entire 11 o'clock hour. Of course, you can check out Pete Sweeney's work over on Arrowhead Pride. So Eric Biennemi, he's in D.C. still. More and more reports continue to come out that the interview process has gone very well so far. He was there yesterday. He's still there today. And every indication is that he's likely to end up taking this job, guys. They're trying to finalize maybe – some of the details here and my my favorite part of it is the details from Darren Haynes who is a sports anchor out in DC and he says quote I'm hearing nothing but positive things about Eric Biennemi's interview one source says Biennemi is quote the real deal we heard for so long Pete that he just doesn't interview well that must be it Supposed to believe that he only interviews well for the OC jobs? Is that right? He just, for whatever reason, when it's the OC jobs, he interviews a little bit differently than the head coach jobs. What? A, what a joke that always had been, and now it looks like Eric the enemy is going to likely take this thing in DC. If you want to be a head coach, is this the best path now? Considering the current path hasn't worked for a var- variety of reasons.
1: Well, I think it, and we all feel this way. It's been incredibly frustrating to watch, especially as. Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy went on from the same position to to get that job right out of the gate right straight away when it's been pretty clear clear that the enemy has been a part of building game plans. I mean, I I do think for the most part that Andy Reid has called plays, right? I think the enemy has helped with concepts, but I don't know. To me, if that was enough to get Nagy and Peterson roles, then it should have been enough to get the enemy roles hasn't happened. And I think they've run out of time here with him getting these head coach opportunities. And so he feels he's in a place where he needs to go and, and be the clear guy who turns around an offense, just like Mike Kafka did with the defensive head coach in the New York Giants. You saw that he was a finalist for Arizona. Super unfair. I, I think super wrong in a way. But I, I think at this stage, I don't blame him. What else does he have to accomplish in Kansas City? He's got the two rings. He was the only offensive coordinator Patrick Mahomes had ever known. He. Uh, got two MVPs under uh, enemy and, and, and Reed, and and now I think he has his burning hunger. And and right, like you, you, you can't stay in Kansas City another year and, and just assume, okay, it's finally going to happen next year. He might not get any head coach into, uh, interviews anymore if he stays in Kansas City. So I, I think he feels like it's something that he has to do, and you hope he can do something similar to what Kafka did in New York.
0: I, I just don't think it'll be – I think it'd be extremely unfair if, let's say, Sam Howell is the quarterback, and right now that that appears to be what yeah. the Commanders are rolling with. And they were, Cody, you told me 24th, right, offense in football this past year. If they're like 18th, you, there will be people that will say, "Well, see, it was just Andy Reid," and that'll be completely. Sam un- the third-string com- com- quarterback, a- and from that'll last be year. completely unfair. Yeah. But on the flip side, if he gets them to the thir- let's say the 13th best offense. What excuse are people going to make, Pete, when he's not the, a head coaching candidate the ne- next season? that That's the part that I'm a little worried about. Someone will always, owners yeah. in particular, will come up with new reasons. I mean, Matt Nagy is going to become the OC for the Chiefs if EB leaves. Yes. We know that. That's not even a question. And if the Chiefs are another top offense, which they're going to be next year, and maybe the best offense again in football... Does Matt Nagy get interviews next year and then yes. EB doesn't? Yes. I mean, at, we got to stop pretending Absolutely. what's go, we got to stop pretending what's going on here. At that point there's no debate and and you might as well join the Brian Flores lawsuit.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I tend to agree and I I think that we have to see how this plays out. I I, I got to imagine if if they're able to turn it around in Washington, I can't believe that how's going to be the starter when the season starts, you know, there are some names that are out there that, that are moving. Maybe the enemy can get someone
2: Their uh, car. With,
1: with Rivera who, you know, they could, they could feel like they could win with, but so long as the offense does turn around and there are some pieces there, you know, where, where you could see okay, um competing in the NFC and again, being, as you were describing in the, in the top 15, the enemy would have to get, at least more looks next year. You know, I think now it's it's from a different circumstances where he's building the whole offense. He's picking the staff. He's certainly calling plays because Ron mm-hmm. Rivera's not going to do that. And so, you know, at that point, he better, right? Or there's something truly wrong and so clearly truly wrong. Um, and, and, and it'll be undeniable at that point. And, and by the way, too, and just quickly, I think this was orchestrated by Reed. I mean, it, it look no further than Lurie and Peterson and that how that job went. You know, Jeff Fleury called upon Andy Reid and and they even went as far as during Super Bowl week to say they called him on him about Jalen Hurts. But when they hired Peterson and Andy Reid said, You gotta hire my guy, they they went and did it. And so you're you're gonna lead me to believe that Washington was just waiting this entire time without a call from Andy Reed to Rivera, his close friend. No, this was orchestrated by Reed too. And I, I again this is my speculation. I just described it. I tend to think this was a Reed recommendation. Hey, Eric. You got to go do it, and you, you got to be clear that it's you for whatever reason. It's unfair, but go and get it done, and I think the enemy is going to grab the bull by the horns.
2: Well, and the the other part of that is it was pretty clear that those were part of the conversations that we're having in each of the last two off-seasons. Like mm-hmm. By all the reporting standards, the enemy and Reed were already having those conversations. like, do you need to go somewhere else, or do we keep doing this, or what makes sense for you in the long run because they don't usually last this long? Let's play a little fact or fiction because the thing I don't like about the Eric b and thing is the thing that people just run with is fact or is even assumed fact, or even presumed has any backing behind it, versus this. Do Eric Bietamie's players hate him? That's the first thing I hear. They all hate him, Pete. Do all of Eric bename's <laughs> players hate him? No. Okay. Uh, okay, just that was for starters. Uh, does Eric Bietamie not do anything with the offense? Like, he doesn't design any of it, right? No, that's false. That just got proven false right in the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Everybody said he was the person who caught the thing that got both of the wide-open touchdowns. Is he Is he terrible to speak to in an interview setting?
1: <laughs> it depends on what you're looking for, but no, he's a he, he's a motivator. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. he's yeah. a motivator. It's just
2: I don't understand. It's like always the same stuff. Matt Nagy, because the the thing will be, well, he, you know, he's a former head coach. Because the last two guys to leave Andy Reid for head coaching positions, one guy went on to win the Super Bowl and has already gotten a second head coaching job. Yeah, the other guy, I know that people like in Chicago. Chicago is the only place Correct. who's going to feel this way. Matt Nagy. Went to Chicago, coached there for three years with a bad starting quarterback, one NFL coach of the year and got to the playoffs twice. Yep. That's more times than Brandon Staley has ever gotten to the playoffs. So I don't want to hear that Matt Nagy did a bad job in Chicago. He was dealt a bad hand. He didn't have players around that were going to make it plausible to be infinitely successful. Mitchell Trubisky will never be a starting quarterback in the NFL ever again. And he took him to the playoffs twice. So it hasn't gone bad leaving Andy Reed, even though they weren't the play callers. They were not the play designers. He did the same thing for Doug Peterson. He did for B which was a lie and saying he called plays, which is a lie. It was a lie with Doug Peterson. It's a lie with Eric B but it shouldn't matter Pete. No, because they have their fingerprints all over the offense.
1: Yeah, and I, I just, you know, I look no further than to Nagy and Peterson just getting jobs right away. It, that should have happened for Beanie. It should have happened somewhere. And I know that there's even been reports that, and from legitimate journalists, I believe it was Lindsey Lindsey Jones of The Athletic who said Andy Reid st- stood in front of the owners and said, "Why, why is this continuing to happen?" And again, no concrete action was taken to give Beanie this opportunity. And so, look, uh, he's. He's battled throughout his coaching career to get opportunities, you know, and, and this will be another one where I think he'll find a way to to have a successful offense in, in Washington. And that this year was the best division in the league. If you can find a way to make the playoffs, even as a wild card and the offense as you were describing gold is top 15. I feel pretty good about him maybe getting a chance finally next year.
0: All right, let's transition a little bit to next week. Cause next week the, the window opens up for franchise tags. And I think it's, to me, I think we all agree. Pretty obvious, they're going to tag Orlando Brown Jr. Yeah, and then kind of then the waiting process begins of maybe maybe there are some calls they receive on him. They're going to obviously try to work on some sort of a deal. And they, they, they remember they, they offered Orlando Brown Jr. a contract last year. It wasn't the contract he was looking for, but they they did offer. It's not as if they weren't willing to give an extension. It wasn't the dollar amount and everything that he was looking for tag him next week then what how how do you see that playing out because after his performance in the Super Bowl and in the postseason as well I I think Orlando Brown Jr. is on this football team next year I think it's the right tackle that they won't be able to afford and Andrew Wiley who I think is going to get a big deal somewhere else
1: yeah I'm in I'm tending to think it's going to be a repeat for a little while of last offseason the tag's going to come you know you're going to understand what this is the Chiefs are going to say this will allow us to negotiate and then we'll (laughs) go through the same process that we went through last off season. I can't imagine anything happen this year that is going to make the chiefs feel like they need to pay more. I can't imagine anything happen this year. That's going to make Orlando Brown feel like he needs to make less. So what does that mean? You're going to get the same type of of thing and then it's going to come to, do the chiefs want him to play another year on, on that tag, or is it better for them to, to move his rights, which we've seen has become a little bit more commonplace in recent years to another team for draft compensation, and they can give him another deal. Uh, If I'm guessing right now, I think it's another year on the tag. Uh, You know, I I just think Orlando Brown does want to be here. I mean, I could see that in these clips with Patrick. We know they have a friendship off the field. We know they have their families and such hang out together. I think he likes winning. I think he likes playing left tackle. I still don't think he's going to like what Brett Feach offers him. Yeah. And so I, that, to me, screams another year on the tech. What could you get for Orlando Brown Jr.? Good question. What's the second round? I I mean, would, he's only got a year left on his deal, but, I mean, what's the market? It feels like a Kadarius compensation-ish, you know, two or three and maybe like a late pick, something like that. I, he certainly wouldn't command a first rounder like Frank well, Clark did.
0: Because if you trade, let's say you're the other team and you're trading for him. You're giving you you're giving him the deal he wants. That means you're yes. you're giving him a new deal. So that's what hurts the value as well. Yes. Like, I mean, it's it's yeah, not. But Frank even,
2: Clark was a first round pick, and they had to give him a hundred million dollar deal. It doesn't diminish the fact that you can't get yeah, that's first round picks for important players.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I think for Atlanta Brown Jr. though. I mean, it, when you're looking at left tackle, Frank Clark at that point in time, nobody thought he was the best pass rusher in football, but he had performed at least that he was at coming. He was probably at the top five. Some people considered at the time well, of the trade. I mean, That's kind of a well, around junior. I, I think he's probably like the eighth to 10th best left tackle in football.
2: But here's the thing. He's proven that he can play starting left tackle for a championship caliber team. Sure. To me, he's actually proven more than when you traded for him in Baltimore In Baltimore. The question was, Oh, we will. We like him at right tackle. He wants to be a left tackle, but we have a left tackle and we're not going to do that. In Kansas city. It's, can he be a left tackle? And the answer.
0: yes. So would you trade yeah. him? I think I would,
2: um, but going because so are you gonna, I'm not willing to go above the number the Chiefs went the last time because I do think that there's a cap for any player in Kansas right. City, specifically for
0: Orlando Brown Jr., who I think is a very good left tackle. But as you pointed out, not Trent Williams. I think that my new problem with that is then like to me you can't to me you can't have a new left and right tackle. No, I, like, so I bring like, I bring Andrew Wiley back, and, and you, so you might okay because I I think he's going to cost more than we think. That's fine, I don't but, know but I'm if only going to an give him a three year right deal. I don't know if I want an expensive right I know, tackle. I worked though. with Mitchell Schwartz.
2: It's fine. I mean, I you know, the other part is, like, I think Joe Tooney's probably got a year left in this. They did a good enough draft in the interior of the offensive line. They're not going to have the highest-paid left guard in the NFL. They're going to pay Creed, and they're just going to get a, a young rookie Are we left sure they're going to
1: pay Creed, though? I hate to.
0: I <laughs> you don't they, think they're paying Creed? Because, what, they passed on
1: Rodney Hudson a decade ago? That was John Dorsey. Mitch Morse. I mean, it, they don't pay centers. They it's, haven't.
0: They haven't in the past, but... If there's often – I mean, the center position, what's the – we looked it up the other day. $14 million a year or so is what the highest paid center is making. Which is the same as like Travis Kelsey makes. But they –
2: I think Creed's better than both those guys. I don't think they paid what were top ten centers in the NFL. I don't know. Maybe just – maybe I'm feeling that way because they just paid Jason Kelsey (laughs) in the Super Bowl who's been a lifetime Philadelphia Eagle. And I don't want him
1: to go, I'm going to lose my mind. He did a music video based upon his his (laughs) namesake maybe. That that is (laughs) something to do the why wouldn't they bring back Creed? It
2: seems
0: like he is. That's a we don't have to worry about that right I, now anyway. I,
1: I'm saying yeah, I think we'll have that conversation when it comes to it. But I, Rodney Hudson was pretty good. Mitch yeah, was. was pretty good, right? Like I, you know, I just think might might go into their their philosophy of we're not gonna. Necessarily. That's a position
0: we don't pay, right? Yeah, my my thing with the Orlando Brown letting him walk too is it's not. We always think sometimes like, oh, what compensation can I get back from? then what, what's your plan for who's playing left tackle the next year? As yeah. much as you may not think he's a, a top-five left tackle, none of us do in this room, but it's not as if you can go get someone yeah. cost-effective 15. You're, I've told you I would I would do the Larry Tunsell trade. That's, there's Gold. my answer. Cool solved.
1: Gold is right because if you've really watched the Chiefs and how they, they work with this personnel department, ideally they have the player in place that's going to replace the expensive veteran a year before. So... What you might see is Orlando Brown again on the tag because I don't think he's going to like the final offer, whatever it ends up being. The draft a guy who plays
2: right tackle who's going to left,
1: and they draft a left tackle, a, a stud left tackle or something that, or you know, maybe they like they did with McDuffie. Maybe that's not in the top ten. Maybe it's in that fifteen to twenty five range they trade up to and get a tackle of the future. Orlando Brown plays the one year. Player X learns about the offensive line that the Chiefs and and how they operate. Learns from the veterans in Orlando Brown, and now the three-year players, which is crazy to say, Creed Humphrey <laughs> and, and Trey Smith. And then it, it, they end up, you know, moving Brown in some capacity, you know, after next year, and then player X comes in and, and holds, holds down that position.
0: Way easier to figure out Chris Jones, right? I mean, to me, it's just about how you want to structure the contract. I mean, he's, he's going – to me, the dollar amount is kind of almost what it is going to be. Aaron Donald range yeah it's more about he just
2: writes it on a piece of paper and you're like sounds good man I mean it's <laughs> more just about how many how many years and how do
0: you want to structure it to make sure you 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 set yourself up with some flexibility cap wise but I think that the annual per year average it might might be what it is I don't know if there's much wiggle room there based on the type of seats and he just
1: cashed in in. I mean it's so important such a such a solid piece in, the, in that middle, and I think the other guys are, are better for him. And, I you know, I, I can't see a scenario in which this team moving forward doesn't figure out something with Chris Jones, and it's going to be lucrative. And that's what I'm saying with, like, a Creed Humphrey. I mean, you have to eventually make plans where you give up on certain positions and you bet on yourself in the draft and, and whatnot. Now, you know, Creed, when his contract runs out, he might be back, right? Like, they might be able to figure something out, but – When you enter a scenario when you got to pay a guy like Chris Jones all this money that he's going to command, you have to say, "Okay, well, where can we win with less salary in the future? And it might be at certain positions that are not going to make you too thrilled because you do see fan favorites end up leaving or someone where you wish that they could carry, but it's just not going to work out when it comes to money like I. Wasn't a huge following, but look at Charvarius Ward. By the end of it, Ward had some fans here, and it it sucks to see the Chiefs not be able to retain him. And he had a pretty good year in San Francisco. But as you build a dynasty, as a dynasty begins, fellas, I hear you, there's a book. You need to. Titled <laughs> that. You need to. Very apt. Make tough decisions to keep that thing going.
2: I'm just saying, let's not make it with Creed.
1: Feel like a <laughs> too much fanfare here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let
2: so many other players go, Pete. You, you, I draw the line
1: there. And that's it. Is it a, is it a scenario where if, if Creed signed elsewhere, that you would put yourself in front of his car or something? Like, just
0: chain just, myself it's into a one airhead drive. There's a video of Cody just laying down in front of the car,
1: just chained to Brett Veach's car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the hell's wrong with this guy?
1: We're gonna have some officers show up by the end of the show if you keep talking like that.
2: Do you think they'll let me keep my job if I get arrested for chaining myself to Brett Feech's car
1: if no, I don't commit no. any violence? No, I think it'll be it'll be uh, Jetty in gold. Uh, Jet- That's it,
0: Jetty in gold. Are you yes, willing sir. to go by
1: Jetty to make this work? I am not. <laughs> oh man, you could be Petey. No, no, no. I like coming in every once in a while. Stop by, hit the hit the the snack machine. You know, there's Pop Pop Tarts over there. And then
2: get out of here. <laughs> just dip. That's your that's your overall
0: goal? We were trying to figure out, Pete. Well, uh, there's no egg salad in there. as so. There's not. I don't know. Someone's Someone obviously consumed that. <laughs> uh, we were trying to figure out who's going to join Kelsey on SNL, though. We know that announcement last night, March yes. 4th, Saturday Night Live. Kelsey's going to host it, uh, which I think says a lot about just where, again, as you, you mentioned with the Dynasty stuff, though. I mean, where where the Chiefs are at on a national international stage. There's only been a handful, what was it, six players, something like that, Cody, That have NFL players that have ever hosted SNL? We had the list earlier.
2: Yeah, it's like six. It's I mean, Brady, Manning, Walter
0: Payton, Joe Montana. It's a pretty exclusive list. I mean, that's awfully impressive just getting the opportunity. I also think he's going to crush it.
1: I think I'm most looking forward to the inevitable return to catching Kelsey and oh, yeah. seeing him in that dating has show skit again. I think it'll I think it'll be good. Who's the biggest name star you think he'll get? Do you think he'll get Andy? Andy Reid to go. Can you get Andy Reid to show up to Saturday Night Live? I could see Andy Reid being in the crowd for one of those like, oh my God, Andy Reid's just in the crowd. And but I don't, I do not think Andy Reid is gonna go into a live little cameo skit. from Mahomes. Now there might be some players that are in live skits. Like I could see maybe yeah Mahomes or a, a Jason Kelsey doing like a, a cameo. I saw that in that take around. Um, yeah, I don't know. It I could very easily see at the beginning though. Like, oh, coach, you're here. And like, they pan to.
0: And he's eating a uh, cheeseburger
1: in the audience Andy or something. And his wife and Then They get him yes. to eat a cheeseburger yeah, in, the something audience. in the audience. And he says one, he does one line and then he just watches the show. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's almost no way Andy Reid has not been like. Andy Reid seems like he would have been like a classic Saturday Night Live fan for the better part of like 30 or 40 years. Maybe he likes the old one. Maybe he's a big acroid guy or something. But there's no doubt in my mind, Andy Reid has at least consumed a decent amount of saturday night live in his life it's just in his office while he's drawing up plays
1: andy very quiet andy reed will very quietly go to like certain hall of fame ceremonies or you know if there are services for people in football i mean he'll find a way to his like you'll see the players sometimes pop up at different sporting events andy reed will go to these events that he deems that are important to the people that he cares about so i think it's very uh, possible andy reed could be in the I, audience for i said that's the fonz
0: i said the fonz needs
1: to make an appearance
0: can <laughs> the connection make sense now
1: that's, that's uh that's a good one you have this whole big slick contingent of actors. Yeah, I
0: would think sudeikis would want to do yeah, uh yeah, so.
2: he'd want to bring back what's up with that or I've assumed he'd yeah. want to be back for what's something. What's
0: up with that, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: that feels <laughs> like
2: the one Kelsey yeah. would dance with. That one feels a little too easy. sudeikis what's up with that? And the two of them dancing for that seems a little too on brand.
1: Yeah, it, you know it's the off season, so we're going to be gearing up for this at ArrowheadPride.com, and <laughs> Get some analysis of SNL. When what is it? we have March an 6th? SNL watch party? Can we get an SNL watch party, that? please? At Kellys, we just mentioned but it. I'm just getting an SNL. Don't watch say it party. too loud. Well. Specs going to hear you, and you're going to be at that thing on Saturday that's right. night, March fourth.
0: Exactly right. That's that's very true.
1: How loud do you think that they? You know, what?
0: I mean, it's not like I'm not going to watch it anyway. Oh, you're
1: yeah. You're going to go to the. You're going to go to a watch party.
2: Well, let's have one. Well, yeah, let's have, have SNL the watch official. Party. Party.
1: What 610 a, 10 Sports what, Radio a, and
2: Arrowhead Pride, Saturday what, Night Live
1: Watch Party. You had a playoff Pilsner. How about a Saturday Night Live lager? Mm. <laughs> Saturday the, wheels, night. the wheels are lager? turning. I got nothing but time now. And then right before Trending SNL, camp is not first, right six before months. then, Pete's
0: going to have a table <laughs> set up signing his book. I mean, right. it's going to be a great night. Yeah, you
2: can get your book. You can get Pete's book. Wait, will your book be... Can people physically get it in end of it? February? Three weeks, right?
1: Ships and I, sh- I should actually have some copies soon Ooh. here that are being mailed to me. But mm. I, it, the general, if you buy it from the publisher again, the link is at on my Twitter pinned. Uh, it ships at the end of February, so you should have it. I so guess, should have it by,
0: by March. By, by March March Fourth. Yeah. Maybe March 4th. You might you might get it that day. You might right. get it that day. Just in what time. a treat that would be.
2: Saturday Night Live watch party, Pete's book signing, all in one. It's one oh. big event.
1: God, this is a great event. Creed, Creed, Creed. We we'll do karaoke. What?
2: So you can do sh- karaoke in addition ha- to
1: that? You can handcuff yourself to Creed for the night. They have to talk to both of you at the same <laughs> time. You
2: can't talk to Creed without talking to me. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Sorry it's just have it it is. <laughs> got to talk oh, to them both. Oh, man. Imagine me
2: pitching this to Creed's agent right now. Hey, so I need Creed to show up to a Saturday Night Live watch party where Pete is also going to be signing his book, but as part of the stipulation, he's got to be handcuffed to me for the night. <laughs> Don't worry about the rest of this. It's totally fine. Doesn't this sound like a fun event?
1: Yeah, that That's going to be a great event. Get, get get your tickets.
2: People can't wait. <laughs> get your tickets now. Uh, okay. Now or now, you know, few details to work out. Maybe for that. Event we got called. we got some time. We got a couple oh, what, weeks. Three weeks.
0: We got three weeks to figure this. out. And thing
2: a bunch out. of free time, like Pete said. Chiefs off season now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Although because the Chiefs season lasted so long, now baseball is starting ncw tournament be in three weeks
1: <laughs> when does the big 12 tournament kickoff like two three weeks yeah it's like the first or second week of march i love some college basketball and this is going to be great i i can't wait to go down yeah
0: your syracuse orange men look great I, Where
1: are you? I i'm focusing on the big 12 here
0: oh uh, okay i love it okay.
1: i love the big 12
0: i don't know if your Beheim was going to suddenly figure it out for you guys or is he still complaining you know, that it's I, 2023
1: I'm, I'm very loose with my big 12 fandom i've told you guys this before i have a kansas state sweatshirt i have a kansas sweatshirt um you know i Iowa State I have some gear you notice he Texas hasn't, he hasn't said Missouri yeah, Well Iowa State I have some gear They're not in the and Big 12. Is. But yeah. Still.
0: He's not even not even rep,
1: repping MU.
0: <laughs> but they're not
2: in the Big 12. He said he's a he's a Big 12 guy. Yeah.
1: I just I mean did. I by the
0: way fully endorse your stance on that.
1: But <laughs> yeah. uh Yeah. I'm so I'm going to go down. I I that's this is one of those tournaments where you you know you think about maybe getting a pass. I think the ball is going to be so good. So we'll see. I don't know. If someone out there has a pass they want to give to to me for an exchange for a book. Maybe we can talk that out.
2: Personal inscription. Remember, Pete's going to write whatever you want in that thing. Sure. Don't worry about it. I'm Ron Bergen.
0: You should send a copy to Dave Matthews, man. Send a copy to him. Mm. Like, Dave, big fan. Now I got my own book. I'm big time.
1: Because you guys played Ansco Marching last, this book was able to be made. So thank you,
0: Dave. Pete, appreciate you coming in studio, man. Enjoy the weekend. There you go. Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs Insider, the (laughs) editor-in-chief. over at Arrowhead Pride. Up next, we'll get to what's trending and whether or not the iconic play from this year's Super Bowl actually holds its weight against some of the others. Next.